what it is how's it going everybody today we're doing a special episode for mother's day big shout out to all the moms in the world happy mother's day we're going to talk about some of our favorite moms in television and film in celebration of mother's day as well as maybe do a little talking about our own lovely mothers that we've all had so sit back relax call your mother first of all if you haven't done that yet shame on you but then after that sit back and enjoy some of this podcast goodness on the first ones to die you are now listening to the first ones to die Hey everyone, welcome to The First Ones to Die. I am Jonathan, I'm here with Alex and Jerome. What, we're here on a Sunday you say? Oh, that's right, because it's Mother's Day. So happy birthday to all the mothers. Uh, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> happy I mother's mean, maybe day. somebody's mom's birthday also happens to fall on Mother's Day. Somebody's so mom our might be having a birthday today. We were just talking about birthdays right before this podcast, so. Happy Mother's Day, anyway, to all the moms out there. Uh, we hope you're having a great day, and we hope this podcast brings you some joy today. Um, Jerome, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm chilling. Got me some zero-calorie wild berry drink. I don't know what this. Is. I don't know if you can see it because all the light is reflected off of it. Uh, it's Cascade Ice, which is like the knockoff brand of the ice carbonated drinks. Um, but I'm I'm doing good. You know, I've been reading Invincible. So if you uh, and uh, you want to hear our thoughts about the Invincible TV show, that was the last episode. Checked out that review; it was great. Um, and I'm having a good time reading the rest of the series. So that's been my my existence for the past couple of days. <laughs> nice, Alex. How you doing? Good, good. I've, it's been a weird week for me. It's gone by so quickly and so slowly. I have no idea. About anything, but you know, it's something not bad, not bad. How about you, Jonathan? How you doing? Same. I feel like my week just started, but it also just ended. Maybe it's because like there's so much going on. Maybe it's because I'm like not looking forward to things to come. I, there's so much stuff going. I don't know what it is, but it's it's fast and slow at the same time. I'm just ready for summer. I'm ready for summer. Agreed. At this point, yes. Um, but regardless, you know what we're also ready for? We're ready to talk about our favorite TV and film moms. So to start off this whole discussion, um, when you guys think of moms in TV and movies, what comes to mind? Like what tropes, what stereotypes, what things come into mind when you think of I mean, moms if you're asking as about, a whole? If you're asking about Disney, it's this is dark, but they're mostly not around for various reasons. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's on a lot of sitcoms as well. Yeah, it's like, so it's weird. Like, it gives the kids a reason to rebel. TV and film does not appreciate motherhood. Like they, <laughs> they just they. You know, you know what? I was actually talking to my mom about this because I was recently at Target, uh, and I walked past the Mother's Day cards. And I was like, a lot of them are about like drinking or secret drinking or like, oh, look, now you can have wine out in the open. And I was talking to my mom. I'm like, are mothers okay? <laughs> what is with all these cards and drinking? And like, I know a lot of those cards are actually aimed at like the white mom, the white moms. 
Um, and there is that trope. Of the rosé all day. Yeah, the rosé all day. Or what white is white that moms. about? Do white moms struggle that much that they, as soon as they're alone, they just want to drink? I'm a little concerned immediately for them now. And what's going on in their face. After seeing Mother's Day cards and all the wine and like alcohol drinks on it, I'm like, are you all okay? Because there is that trope also like, oh, the white mom's always drinking like Chardonnay or Rosé and it's like. Or mimosas. Why though? Or mimosas. Because that's, that's just, I guess that's society's way of how moms treat themselves. Like have fun. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Ma, the, where the only, that's their only personality trait. That's the only way they know how to treat themselves is, is, is by drinking. It's by getting, moms, getting moms lit. Moms can't go skydiving. Moms can't, can't um, go rollerblading on the weekends. So oh, no, they don't know how to. Moms are not okay. <laughs> Society thinks moms not are not okay. <laughs> uh, but also, one of my favorite tropes is definitely like the mom, like uh, which I mean, I guess it rings true as well. But it, uh, but it's like the mom is normally out of all the parents. Normally, the mom is the more understanding parent. Like it's always like dad's the authoritarian. It's his way or the highway, and that is it. That's all there will be. Versus like with. Uh, most movies and t and and TV, it's like the mom is the one who's like, you know what, Charles, you should be a little nicer to Darren. Okay, he's a good kid, and you should just listen to him. I'm just like, yeah, mom, you tell him. All right, Darren's going through a lot right now. He needs some support. <laughs> you know what's also another huge trope for moms is, and I've seen this on the internet a couple times, so I can't take credit for this. Like full thought but when they make the entire platter of breakfast the kid is rushing out to get to school and they only grab a piece of toast and drink a swig of orange juice <laughs> and the mom is left sitting there with that whole she said the table <laughs> i was i was always upset when i saw this because i was like that's a damn good looking breakfast mm -hmm. exactly. like my breakfast got left on the stove and I had to make sure to leave a portion for my sister. Like if I had pancakes and omelets set up for me, I would totally First of sit all, down. They that that trope though doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, it's a school day. Did you expect them to get up early enough to eat all of that? Like it's they're I, when I was a kid, it was hard to get me up to go to school. And even then, it was so early in the morning. My mom was only up enough to drive me to school. <laughs> she was like, you can make your own cereal for breakfast. I'm not cooking you no whole Sunday breakfast meal. I know that's a weekend early. breakfast. Right. That's a weekend breakfast. Yeah. No, my mom was like gone by the time I woke up because she had to go to work early. Mm -hmm. Um when she actually when she got laid off, it was like my senior year of high school from her job. So she was home more often and it was really weird to wake up and her be there. And she's like, Oh, let me make you breakfast. I'm like, Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be like a jerk, but I was like, yeah, no, breakfast, great. I'll eat. I was so excited to eat. Let me tell I you like, something. I never understood that with like kids trying to book it out. I was like, no, yeah, you want to make me breakfast and happy with that. I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to catch you. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I, I, I just remembered like though uh, my favorite mother's uh, Mother's Day memory though is uh, one time me and my sister tried to cook pancakes for my, for my mom. And uh, we didn't realize we'd, we never made pancakes before, so we didn't realize that the batter wasn't fully finished yet. Ooh. But it, like when we cooked it, it was like warmed up enough, but it wasn't like you know really like it wasn't pancakes yet. It was like in between. <laughs> and but because we put like vanilla and cinnamon and all this other stuff in it, it still tasted good. So we were just like, yeah, we did it. And 
our mom was very uh, my mom was very nice about it <laughs> she's just like she's just like i appreciate the effort but y'all ain't finished cooking these like i'm sorry i'm <laughs> I'm, I'll make some pancakes. We'll make them together. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Aww. mom. <laughs> but I just remember that I was like, that's a story that you like see in a in a movie or cartoon where it's like the kids try to make breakfast and it goes terribly wrong. And so the dad is the one who actually cooked breakfast. And he's and they're like, yeah, we did it together. Yep, we sure did. Wink to, to mom. <laughs> like they weren't getting it, but you know, it's the effort. It's the effort that matters. <laughs> I would always try and growing up on Mother's Day when I knew it was coming up, I would be like, okay, dad, let's make, we're going to make breakfast for, for mom tomorrow. But I would never, like when it would come to the day, I would always like stay up too late the night before. And then I wouldn't want to get up early the next day. And my mom, she gets up early um, on weekends usually. And uh, she would always just like, make breakfast herself and then <laughs> but then when when i finally woke up we would like do something for her or make breakfast or make something for her and she would always just like graciously take it like oh i, I already ate like an hour ago in her mind she would probably be like this is what i think she was thinking she was like oh i already made i already made myself breakfast an hour ago i already ate an hour ago but okay i'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> my mom knew how to cook eggs and that was Pretty much, she wasn't the best cook, so we didn't ever have to worry about being like, "We'll make you breakfast in bed." She's like, "Do you guys want to go out?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're all good with that." Um, <laughs> so we didn't really do the whole breakfast in bed. We were like, "Do you want to go to like Cracker Barrel and stuff ourselves with that like TV style breakfast?" And we're like, "Yeah, hey, let's go." They make some delicious pancakes. They make great pancakes. Mm. I miss Cracker Barrel. Um, so, like, that was a nice little thing. We used to go out, go to, like, eat or go to the movies. Um, yeah, my mom clearly can't cook very well. Uh, me and Christian actually cook better than her. <laughs> and thank, thank goodness she got my stepdad because he now cooks for her. <laughs> Much oh, healthier nice. food. So It worked out. It worked out in the end, yeah. Uh, so, so who are your favorite uh, TV moms and or film moms? Yes, let's get into it. Uh, first one I wanted to mention was Miss Incredible. Mrs. Incredible. She's okay, an amazing okay. mom. I love Miss Incredible. First of all, let me just say something. First, she keeps herself looking good. So that's like the first thing. Um, I only mentioned that because that I'm, is like I'm amazed. the even, meme. Even the, <laughs> even the Disneyland like character, the walk around character, they have her proportions. <laughs> They do. Let's just say that they do. Uh, uh, yeah. So this is incredible. But secondly, she is amazing. Like she can, she like can take care of the house. But when it's time to save the day, like uh, Incredibles two showed that off. Like when it's time to save the day, she is the woman to do the job. Like she is incredible, incredibly good at being both a superhero and a super mom. And it's really great. And she all, and she has pearls of wisdom in there too. You know, she she did. Uh, she's always got like uh, some nice advice. For Violet and Dash, her two, two two kids, so she's great. The first, the first thing, admittedly, the first thing I, I thought of when I thought of Mrs. Incredible was that video. Speaking of Disneyland characters, the video when she's on stage and her, her, her head falls off. off. Oh yeah, I remember I that. that. <laughs> she look at her. She like trips a little bit and just like her whole head comes off, but she keeps her head ducked so you don't see the human head inside this like. 
huger body than the human. Yeah, oh, it was it's like, like a costume. It is, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, just like, she, it's, the, it's the costume character. Mm. And she's in front of a bunch of kids, and the kids are, are kind of just like, oh, they were they're, laughing. They, yeah, they, 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 they couldn't say they weren't scared, yeah. Right. Uh, I like Morticia Adams. Ooh. I think she's a really good man, yeah. Because a lot <laughs> of the times, it like back starting in the show version, back in the 90s, she was seen as like weird and a bad mom because she was like, all gothic and stuff. But she loved her kids. She was super supportive. And in the Adams Family movie, she was like, oh, yeah, Wednesday wants to be a witch and, and just like her great aunt. But, you know, we told her college first. You can be a witch, just, you know, college first. That reminds me a lot of my mom. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, you can do what you want, but you know, college, Alex, college. She's very supportive, you know, like despite how odd her kids are, she never like judges them for it. She's very like, no, they're doing their own thing. They are their own people. Yeah. I will support them. They are my kids. She she never makes her kids feel like what they like is weird or odd or anything. She's like, all right, just, you know, be careful and, you know, do your best. If you're going to be weird, be weird, dude. Like yeah. go all out though. If you're gonna reanimate corpses, have, just do it with with your safety goggles on, and that's you know that'll be okay. <laughs> there we go. I haven't seen any of the Adams Family iteration. What? I know. I'll, Wait. I'll, I'll, I know there was a new movie that came out um, recently, an, an animated movie. It's I okay. Yeah, the, oh, the live actions it. are much better. <laughs> much better. I will say the first one. Yeah, I will say though. It was, I've seen only parts of the new animated one. My favorite one was when they're like, oh, we'll find a new place to live where nobody cares, where it's dark and dismal, and, you know, it's horrible like us. And it's like, welcome to New Jersey. <laughs> I was like, wow. They just. New took Jersey a shot. just keeps getting, like, crapped on by everybody. <laughs> That's but it's home to the Adam family. Catch a break. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the one that comes to mind for me, who probably reminds me the most of my own mom, is Trudy Proud from the Proud Family. Oh, Trudy! And I, <laughs> I swear, half of and that she, dialogue in that show is Trudy, Trudy. Probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would yell back, "Oscar!" And she she was just so like gracious and kind and sweet. And she she was always quick to check Oscar when he was acting a mess. Um, and it, it reminded me of my mom because she is kind and sweet and she'll check my dad in a, in a second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, she 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 was probably one of my favorite moms um, growing up. And uh, yeah, she just had that that kind soul about her. And she and she kind of she kind of looked like my mom as well, like with the skin and hair. And she just like had my mom's demeanor, so I'm like, yeah, mom. Uh, oh, that's good. I remember that. Show. I used to love that show. I still do. It's a great show. great show. I haven't seen it in forever, so I don't know how I feel about it anymore. <laughs> I don't. If I like a really old cartoon, I don't entirely like to go back and watch it because then I just remember things that are like, oh. Oh, that was a shot at like my my racial features. Like, come on, dude. Like, I enjoyed this. I, I will say for for someone who binge watched The Proud Family when it came on Disney Plus last year, uh, or or whenever it came on Disney Plus, but I watched it last year. Um, it does hold up, and it's still funny. Okay, so, because they did yeah. have like one Latin character. What was her name? 
La Cienega. La Cienega. Well, yeah. they had her. They had her. Which is a nice and, and then her name. family. Yeah. Yeah, her family yeah. was also. But they didn't too. give her a, sta- a stereotypic name. For a second, I was going to be like, oh, you're going to say like Maria or something. I'm going to be like, oh, of course. <laughs> but no, that's actually a really pretty name. Um, well, her name is La Cienega. Sorry. Side, no, 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 you're good. Side, side tangent. It's not about the moms. But uh, her name is La Cienega Boulevardes, which La Cienega Boulevard is a, is a street in LA. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what were you gonna say, Drew? Which what? Oh, I was next? gonna say this is an unorthodox one, mostly because she's barely in the movie. But I'm counting it. I'm saying it here is a uh, Big Mama from Big Mama's house. All right, Big Mama from Big Mama's house has got it going on. She got a man. She is a super supportive mama, and she can dance. Like she, she don't let her age fool you. All right, she can have some fun, and I think that's really cool. That I mean, and granted, I know a lot. Of, like especially in the black community, I know a lot of old black women who are grandmamas and consider big mamas, and they can have so much fun. They're like the coolest people, you know. But man, Big Mama and Big Mama's house, when she actually is on screen, and only in the first one, because she's not in the other movies, <laughs> and most of the time it's Martin Lawrence in disguise, but when she's yeah. on screen and she actually is the Big Mama in the first movie, she's great. I, I enjoy her, and I forget the actress's name, and I'm sorry for that, uh, but she brings so much life to that character when she's actually on screen, and she seems like she would be a great grandma to have as just like this person who's just like so full of life despite being an older person and it's very rare to see on top of that does that remind you of your mom or just a mom you like Uh, i mean remind me of my mom for sure my mom is very uh i would say she's very full of life like she's very fun um and uh she's very business oriented but she's not afraid to like try new things and do new things and have adventures from time to time uh my grandma is also like that, but uh, less so just because she's she's older, so she she likes to relax, enjoy her time, you know, go to church, that sort of thing. Um, but she's also willing to like have a little bit of fun every now and again. Be honest, does she wear like those big like hats at church? No, no, my grandma. Really, no, I my love grandma's those not hats. not the hat ladies. Uh, I mean, she does have some church hats, I think, but she's not like have the Easter hat. She doesn't have like the really big ones. That are like out there, out there. Oh, that's sad. I love those hats. <laughs> I always find hats. I'm like, this is my next church hat. My sister's like, you don't go to church. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Every lady <laughs> should have a giant hat. Well, you could you could wear one of those church wear one of those hats at uh, the derby or at the um, at the what's it called? What the, it called? The, door, the derby. The derby. You yeah. know what's messed up? Uh, the well, I don't know if it's messed up or not. Uh, there used to be this thing called Kitty Land in Chicago. And it was just a tiny amusement park, and it was great, and I loved it. And right next to it was a dog track. <laughs> like, you could hear the whistle when you were in the little amusement park, too. And I was, and I never thought about that until I got older. And I'm like, I wonder how many parents just dropped off their kids at that amusement park and then hopped over to the dog track. So I have to go, Daddy, like, <laughs> stay right here. Next. Daddy has to go, uh, you know, take care of his gambling problem. I'll be back. Look, it may be Daddy's <laughs> weekend, but I don't got to spend that much time with you. Go, go do stuff. <laughs> Um, another mom I like, she's a bad mom though, uh, is Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Did you guys ever watch that show? No. I never watched Arrested Development, but I've, she, I've heard good things. It It's good until Netflix got it. And then Netflix just. <laughs> I've also heard the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But Lucille Bluth was always one of my favorite moms. She's a terrible mom. Don't get me wrong. She's awful. 
but I I did enjoy her and I love the way that she was like with her oldest son she was like oh I love all my children equally and then she like a moment later they'll cut to a clip to her being like I don't very much care for Job <laughs> so she was just horribly honest but she was also very manipulative but she was funny and I enjoyed her as as long as they they have you know that range where it's like they have the different dynamics. They have something else to offer other than just like <laughs> being a horrible person. I mean, the whole family was a horror, all horrible people. So it kind of was like, you all kind of deserve each other. Okay. So it's like, okay. I don't know if it made it okay, but it was okay for the show. <laughs> at the time. As long as it's entertaining. Yeah. And that's good. Uh, the next mom I was thinking of was, and this is a, a, a random one, but it's Jimmy Neutron's mom. Oh, and this I one, didn't like her. At she all. was Judy Neutron. <laughs> Judy Neutron. <laughs> I hated her. <laughs> she she she, she could be annoying at times, and and like it's like how how have you lived this long not knowing whatever you know. And, um, but she was, I feel like she was more of the quote unquote traditional, like stereotype of the mom. Should be totally There's white wine. Going she would overhead, be singing. Overhead. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but Very lightly. She, I'm a whole for audio. She, she totally, she totally was. She was total white wine, white wine mom or rosé mom. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of her cause she felt like dismissive towards her kid and, like, for her, everything could be solved with, like, food. And maybe it's because just my mom didn't cook as a kid when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, no, there's other things going on. Uh, no, I wasn't a fan of uh, Judy Neutron. I thought she was... The the main reason I liked her was, had nothing to do with her character, but it was the fact that she had the swoop hairstyle, the style that went up like that. And oh, at yeah. the time, I was, like, what, 10 years old and my mom had the same hairstyle and I would always be like, mom, look, when, when the show, when I was watching the show, I was like, mom, look, it's you on TV. And she got such a kick out of it. And to this day, like I'll, I'll still be like, I'll still call her Judy Neutron or I'll still call, call her Jimmy Neutron's mom. And she'll get a kick out of it. So that, that was the main reason why I liked her, but, I, but her character. I appreciate that she was, she's yet another one who, like, like Morticia Adams, where she is a very supportive mom. Because at least Morticia, her kids' chaos only really affects them. And she's equipped to handle it, like, if it does get out of hand. Like, she's very yeah, she capable. Is. Judy is not equipped to deal with the crap <laughs> that Jimmy Neutron does on a daily basis of nearly she destroying that town every day. And yet she still loves her son. <laughs> but she doesn't even, like, acknowledge it too much either. She's like, yep. Jimmy's doing this. Well, I have to have dinner on the table. No, she's like, had episodes where she's been like, Jimmy, I like you can have your science experiments, not in the house. You need to put that away. Like she's had moments worse. where she's disciplined. Get it him. out of the house, destroy the rest of the neighborhood. She's like she's put her foot down <laughs> a, a couple point. times with Jimmy. Like, but at the same time, it's like, my son is a super genius. What am I going to do? Like, he can find ways around me. I'm not as smart as him. But I, but bless Judy's heart. She still, she still loves her son. Like she still loves her I son. Know. I don't know why, but she still loves her man. 
Hugh Neutron is a complete idiot. It's on Paramount Plus, so here I come. What what parent did you think was a good parent or mom? And then later on you found you figured out that like, no, this this mom is actually quite horrible. Lois Griffin. <laughs> from family she guy. was better in the earlier seasons but yeah no she she in the earlier seasons, she's just a normal mom who's like pretty all right and then they later changed her character to just be this awful person who constantly tears down her daughter consistently does not give a crap about her other kids complains about being a mom like she's she's like a terrible mom now compared to she, which, she only does her mom things because the script says she has to, but nothing in her character says she actually enjoys being the mother of any of the Griffin kids. Um, Lorelai Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls was oh, I, actually a really horrible mom when I think about it. I I haven't watched... So, side note, in college, we had these three girls who would always come up to our floor and watch Gilmore Girls because we had like a TV in our lounge. And they would always binge Gilmore Girls, and we called them the Gilmore Girls girls. <laughs> and one day they never came back for some reason. Because they found out that you called them the Gilmore Girls girls. <laughs> <That's why>. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But they're like, are they making fun of us? They're I, making fun of us. Like they're mean. <laughs> but but she, I, I I haven't seen the show, but um, I did see a clip um, recently that was talking about moms and. Um, she wanted to be too much of like the cool mom, right? She wanted to. Well, okay. So, like, in all fairness, she did have her child when she was like 16. But, and she just, the way she rebelled against her parents. And before I was like, oh, yeah, you know, she, she wanted her child. She wanted to have her own life. But also, you're 16. You had you and your child live in a shed rather than listening to your mom and your parents. I don't think... I, at first, I was like, oh, Emily's really controlling. No, Lorelai, you were a horrible teenager. You got pregnant, 16, and then you made your, you had your daughter become, like, your best friend. And then there are moments in the show where she tries to, like, discipline Rory and be like, no, you're not doing that. And Rory's like, you can't tell me what to do. And she's like, I'm your mother. And she's like, since when? So it's like, you have a little disrespectful shit, too. It's like... Clearly not working out for you. Yeah, she was trying so hard to be the cool mom, and it was just ridiculous. No, after a while, I was like, nope, the grandmother, Emily, she's right. She could have provided better for both her and the baby. And it's not like Emily was ever like, oh, you have to give up the baby and continue school. She's like, no, you guys should stay here. You need to finish high school and go to college. It's like, what was bad about that? She was giving you an opportunity. Yeah, so that was like a mom. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I was mistaken. Man. One, one mom who I maybe knew as a kid was bad, but maybe no more now was bad. I, I won't put this just on the mom. I'll put it on the mom and the dad and all the parents involved. But uh, Dee Dee, Pickles, um, Rugrats, all the Rugrats parents, were horrible parents. They let their kids go any and everywhere unsupervised. They were babies, toddlers. They could have gotten killed multiple times throughout the series. Could have gotten kidnapped multiple times throughout the series. That's true. I will. But I won't put you, that on just the mom. No, I will say it's Dee Dee because she was brainwashed by that doctor. 
Dr. Oh, Dr. Lipschitz? Yeah. She's like, Dr. Lipschitz says this. Like, woman, relax. <laughs> Put down his book. You have instincts. <laughs> like, you just need a hug and love your child. You don't need to do all this. <laughs> I always thought, like, Angelica's mom was kind of, like, terrible for oh, a little bit. Oh, absolutely. But then I'm like, she's like... No, but she's actually, like, a boss. She's telling her daughter, hey, okay, but, this is a man's world, so be better. Okay, but that's not necessarily good. And that's not good for a toddler. Like, that you're not around. And when you are, you ignore me. Because you're, like, working. Like, yes, get your money. That's they, cool. Uh, they all were ignored. And, and just, but at, at the same, I'm just saying, you can't, like, say one's better than the other when they both are guilty of the same crime, which is that they ignore their children. Yeah, Angelica especially, because at, at least Angelica can talk. So it's not like she can't hear her. Like, Tommy and the rest of them are babies. They can't make language. So if they're asking for stuff... They can't make language? Well, not, you know what I mean. They can't, like, you know, much like me, they can't speak well just yet. <laughs> so the, the you know, their parents are like, I don't know what they're saying. Like, they're they're talking to me and they're babbling, but I'm not, I'm not really getting it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give them a, a series of things and see which one they they gravitate to. Angelica is old enough to speak, and her mom she still does not give her the time of day. <laughs> well, do you think? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, do you think Angelica's mom? What was her name? Charlotte, right? Yeah, Charlotte. Do you think Charlotte and Jonathan were on the low? Like, do you think? Like what? I don't remember half of these characters. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I remember the important ones. Jonathan, Jonathan was, her was, the, was her assistant or, or her. Oh, oh he Jonathan, was her assistant. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the guy who she I, would always call. I feel like she would only hire. No, <laughs> she wouldn't hire anyone who like she's attracted to. She'd hire someone she could control, like someone who's like yeah. under her thumb, essentially. I feel like I always pictured her like. Assistant being a very effeminate gay man. <laughs> that but might, I think I that's another trope for all the movies. Really powerful women have that really effeminate gay man. As their assistant. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, I'm just saying because we have the series all grown up. And Angelica grows up to be a, a pretty mean teenage girl. Like she knows right from wrong. But she's like rude and very self-centered. And I know where she gets it from. Her mom, who was very self-centered and did not pay no, attention no, no, to her no. at all growing there up. Is an, there are constant episodes with Tommy being self-centered, too. All the kids are self-centered. I mean, that's true. There, there was like a... a that's their, like, teenage age. Yeah. So, like, you can't blame, like, Angelica's mom. Like, all of them were just like, oh, I'm going to do everything at the expense of everything. The only, like... The only one who wasn't self-centered was Dill, and he was a freaking little weirdo. Well, Dill and Kimmy. Oh yeah, Kimmy. Kim. Well, and Chucky too. Kimmy was, but that's and because Will. no, Chuck, Chucky got like annoying at times because but I that's remember an he's, episode. He's like, what about Lil? Lil was fine. Right? Uh, no, Lil and Phil were Lil annoying. And Phil were. I think it's no, because they had Chucky, each other to rely on that they like are a little well more adjusted. But at the same time, it's like. And their their mom was there for them. Like, yeah. she was the soccer was mom who was just always there to, like, take care of her kids. So they at least did have a very attentive um, mom. <laughs> they did. Now, fell in love had a good mom. If they cried, she knew. Chucky, um, but, I give a pass because he didn't have a mom for, like, the longest time until... Well, no, there were, there were his, moments his in that all met, grown up you know. where she he was very dismissive of Kimmy's, like, Japanese side. 
To be fair, and, the whole show was dismissive. <laughs> well, no, they actually side. like brought it to light where they were like doing a family tree, and he's like, "Why do you keep wanting to hang out in this club?" And she's like, "I'm Japanese. I want to hang out with other Japanese kids for to understand stuff." And he's like, well, fine, if you don't want to be part of my family. She's like, that has nothing to do with anything. That's true. And he got so offended by it. I think it's more just Chucky's just like, he's always had his little sister as a part of his life. And so he's, he's protective. Like, or rather, uh, what's it called? Clingy. And he should be more understanding. He should be more understanding. I'm not saying he, uh, you're wrong. I'm just like, he's just, he's just, I can see, I understand it from a teenage per, teenager's perspective. Like, it's just like when you have like a best friend. That like you've spent all your time with growing up, and then they make a new friend who spent who they spend a lot of time with, and you're like, well, I mean, I'm your friend first though. They're not like your best, but I'm your best friend, and it's like <laughs> like a lot of kids get territorial with people that they feel like they're really connected to when they're teenagers, especially. It's so aggressive. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention also while we're talking about I think Nickelodeon, all cartoon parents. Uh, oh, another yeah. mom that I really like is Maddie Fenton from Danny Fenton. Danny Fenton. Maddie Fenton is a yet another mom who not only is she a really good mom to Danny and Jazz, although she's also like she is unaware that her son is a superhero, despite the fact that he doesn't wear a mask. So that's like weird. But other than that, though, it's an anti-mask. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, though, like, she's very she's very supportive. She supports her husband, who's like a ghost hunter, and in fact, she's a ghost hunter, and she's really good at it. Like, I like Maddie. I think all the Nickelodeon parents were just a little bit terrible. They made them very oblivious. Yes. And a lot of times, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I did not good stuff growing up and my mom never noticed and i was like okay i can kind of see it parents aren't as observant as they uh, believe they are so maybe nickelodeon has a more accurate description than (laughs) we think like we're trying to make this a little bit more realistic rather than i don't know i feel like i feel like parents are very aware it's just you pick your you pick and choose your battles like all right like my kid is like you know they're playing with stuff they definitely shouldn't be playing with but is it gonna kill them no so i'll let it go i've got bigger things to think about right now like <laughs> so it's like you know you, you pick and choose like what things are important and what things aren't oh yeah she didn't know i've talked to her about it i brought up stuff and she's like <laughs> when did you do that i'm like oh did you were not aware she's like no and i'm like oh well that happened My and bad. even I'm I'm going back to Jerome's point about like, or was it Alex's? Somebody's point about like most of the most of the mobs were missing on, on like, sitcoms and and movies of Jerome, and um, and I, yeah, I'm thinking even Nickelodeon did that too because Hey Arnold he didn't have a mom um, or a dad actually, um, Rocket Power they didn't have a mom, mm-hmm. um, what else? There's probably other examples. The Wild Thor- the Wild Thornberries had a mom, right? No, she. They had a mom. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, was the normal one. Matter of fact, because Nigel was insane. <laughs> Nigel was. was insane. They had one kid that spoke gibberish. I don't know why the Donnie, teenager was the way the teenager Donnie was. Donnie was crazy. Yeah. 
They just found oh, him. Debbie, Debbie I was feel like Debbie, Debbie is the way just, she is because I don't know. Debbie is, bo- is before her dad had a midlife crisis and decided that they were going to go out into the jungle and film a documentary series because that's why she's the normal <laughs> one. That could be true. Um, yeah, what I noticed with like TV shows, though, it's always, if you're missing one parent, it's the mom ha- is dead. The mom's always dead. Or if, the, if it's the dad, the dad has left and abandoned his family. Which I'm like, why don't they just kill off the dad? I feel like they do sometimes. So much easier. Sometimes the dad's dead. Most of the times, it's, most of the it's time more it's so that abandonment, he's abandoned so they can have them, yeah. so they can have them come back and be like, oh yeah, I, my bad, I abandoned you all. I think it would hurt yeah. more if your mom abandoned <laughs> and came back. I feel like that's just too sad. Um, a mom that I think, a mom that reminds me of my mom a lot. And I don't know if you can compare it to this, but there's just a lot of moments. Uh, Marge Simpson. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting I for you to mention Marge like Simpson because I know you Marge. love The Simpsons. I do love The Simpsons. There are just little moments where Marge is just supportive of her kids or she'll have this like... My mom always told me it was uh, it was a little difficult relating to me at times. And I understand that I was not an easy child or teenager or even adult now not an easy person. So like, I never like was upset with her growing up. Like, Oh yeah, she doesn't understand me. I'm like, I didn't understand me. I had no clue what was going on up there. (laughs) Um, so there were just like little moments in the Simpsons where like Lisa got depressed and Marge was like, Oh, just smile. You know, when you smile, everybody knows how good of a mom you, you have. And then Lisa tried it and it upset Marge because she could tell like Lisa was hurting. So she told Lisa like, look, you don't have to smile. Forget everybody else. You can be sad. And once you're done sad, I'll be there. You know, I'll smile extra for both of us. And it was just like a moment with like that I've had with my mom where, you know, she may not always get me, but in times where I do really need her, she'll be like, okay, you need to go through this. We'll go through it. I'll be here. If I can't walk you with you, I'll be at the end. She's like, but I'll be there. And you know, we always had our differences, but like Marge, she was she was always there when it was important to be there. Hmm. So I think, oh, yeah. And then sometimes my mom would just growl at me too, like Marge. <laughs> I swear she did. I, she may not th- want to hear that, but she does. I think uh, before we get into uh, our last little bit here at the end, um, I did want to mention real quick, uh, Aunt Viv, big shout out to like OG Black yeah. Mom uh of sitcoms uh granted i know a lot of for a lot of people that's claire huxtable from the cosby show or florida evans from good times no shade to them they are fantastic but when you know growing up 90s kid it was uh aunt viv janet hubert greatest black mom on television ever for me uh not only was she not only was she fun and she'll she'll mix she'll crack a joke but she'll also be able to like sit you down and, and really teach you something. And on top of that, being a lawyer and like being like this uh, accomplished woman, like she also set a, a standard for like the type of black woman that is someone to treasure and to marry and be like your partner. So what I really liked about Ambib just saying that um, was the way she loved Will completely and fully. Like, there are moments where she's like, I want to kick him out of a house. But, I mean, I feel like parents all have that with their kids. But, like, she was nicer to him than his own blood. Like, the, his mom chipped him away. His dad booked it. 
he was technically related to Uncle Phil, and Uncle Phil was mean to him a lot of the time. Then his cousins were mean to him, but like Aunt Viv was always like, "You belong here. Give me a hug. We love you." Well, Aunt Viv is his action. It's his biological aunt. Uncle Phil is his uncle. Oh, by is that his? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's that's why Uncle Phil always had like kind of an issue because he's not related to Uncle Phil except through marriage. Aunt Viv is like his actual aunt, like well, his actual she... relationship. Yeah. I also, before we get into our last segment, I also want to shout out um, two moms. I want to shout out uh, J. Kyle from My Wife and Kids. She oh, was hilarious yeah. as a mom. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> she was great. She put up with so probably, much with that man. <laughs> yes, for real. She was probably like, she was probably like my, the, the funniest mom that I've, I've, I've seen on TV. Um, shout out to Teach Campbell. And um, also, this is way out of left field but beyonce in obsessed <laughs> she came she into is my house. technically a mom she touched my child her mom thing I mean, isn't really a factor in that movie but sure <laughs> she I mean, no, 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 she was the, that's like fair like this strange woman touched my child i would go throw hands too like, don't touch my baby <laughs> don't touch it was like two months old too don't touch my baby right she went because because the woman was coming after uh, her man. Her to be kid, fair, I know a lot of women she... who they would have taken the risk to go after Idris Elba in real life. So <laughs> they were like, "I don't care if he's married to a woman who actually kill me. I'll take that risk. I'll take it." Like, just... <laughs> literally, obsessed came on a couple weeks ago on TV, and it was the beginning. And I'm like. Should I watch this? I, I considered watching it for rewatching it for a second. <laughs> In fact, I'm sure Alex, I'm but like, I would you risk it to uh I know Jason Momoa is probably married. Like, would you risk like still trying to get at Jason Momoa even though he's a married? Oh fan? yeah, I could I could take Lisa Bonet. <laughs> Dude, she's a vegetarian. She doesn't have good iron in her. She doesn't have a good enough protein. She'll can I can snap her like a twig. <laughs> After she gets a meat product, maybe it'll be a fair fight. <laughs> also, Jerome, I a couple podcasts ago, you said that Beyonce only plays Beyonce in her movies. <laughs> or maybe this was off the podcast. I think this is off the podcast. She did not play Beyonce in Upset. Yeah, she did. She, did she not played play Beyonce uh, Lemonade Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> oh she played Beyonce I mean, on that he's album. Not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. She played the Beyonce you don't see on camera. <laughs> not wrong. But all right, let's get. All right, should we get to our, our final? Um, are we our are final, we rating uh, moms? <laughs> a plus to all moms, all moms like that are or at least, or rather, let me paraphrase: all good moms. A plus to all the great moms out there in the world, yes. taking care of their children, uh, get out there getting money. You know, you know, uh, doing the business thing or whatever it is you're doing. A plus to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I thought so about this because we were gonna talk about our moms but i just thought i we could mix both of our, our our endings we wanted to do together of like trying to call our mom if we and say what we want to say but if we can't get them then we'll just say it to camera and they can re watch the the podcast later 
right. Well, okay. Let's, Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll try first. I'll go first. Or, or Jonathan, okay, you go, go ahead and go draw. first. You already volunteered. Okay. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Let me, while, if while your, if my your mom doesn't work, I'm, I'm pulling up my mom. Um, I'm calling my mom right now live on. Put her on speaker to the microphone. So that's probably the best way I'll be able to hear let's in the recording. See. Will Jonathan's mom answer? <laughs> and if she does, she's gonna say punky because that's what mine she's is about. probably. Aww. Mine's probably the one that's the most at risk because mine lives in a different time zone. Oh, we're on. Hey, I'm on with um, Alex and Jerome, and we're doing a Mother's Day episode. And I just wanted to say Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, babe. Thank you, Jerome and Alex. Hi. Hi. They're right here. <laughs> Thank you, Jerome and Alex. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I hope she can hear us. I don't oh, know they're saying, oh, sorry. I can, oh, they, they can't, they she can't. can't hear us. Oh, she can't I hear assumed you. she can't hear us because I was like, you're on the phone. <laughs> oh, I just realized that. Oh, okay. Well, that anyway, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Aww. All right, oh, let me see if I, while I got some time, let me see if I can get my mom on the phone. I don't know right. if I can, but let's see. I'll turn up the phone. Okay. Hey, mama. Oh. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I, I know it's probably late over there, so I'm going to make this as quick as I can. Uh, so I'm, I'm on the podcast right now. Um, we're recording right now with uh, Alex and Jonathan. Uh, we're doing our Mother's Day episode. So I wanted to call and say I love you and a happy Mother's Day. And I appreciate everything you've done for me and, and uh, appreciate you supporting me. And I just want you to know that uh, right now. <laughs> right. Okay. I love you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm your number one fan. You know, I got you. Aww. (laughs) Thank you, Mama. All right. Y'all do good. We will. I'll let you get back to sleep. I'm sorry if I woke you up. (laughs) No, I'm watching YouTube videos. See, I thought you would do it. So I was like, she's probably up. <laughs> like, even though it's I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm watching Floyd Mayweather about to tell somebody. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mama. Well, I'll talk All to right. you later. Love you. Gosh, love you. Aw, you guys' moms are so cute. Uh, now I wish I would have said more. All I said was Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> okay. I should have poured my heart out. I was like so certain my mom was going to answer. Now I'm a little worried. <laughs> She's got to uh, answer now. now. I'm like I'm gonna be the mo- I'm gonna be the one with the mom who doesn't answer. Can you guys hear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, Ava. I'm calling from the podcast. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Uh, we're doing our Mother's Day thing, and we want I wanted to call and tell you I love you, and happy Mother's Day. Aw, you're so sweet. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you very much. Love you, too, and I appreciate all your support. You're a great mom. Well, I love you. You're all 
gosh, the best kids in the whole world. I enjoy watching you and listening to you all the time. So I wish I could say I'm three of you, but <laughs> Alex, you're the best kid in the world. I love you so much. Oh, thank you, Ma. I'll talk to you later. Okay. I love you. Love you, too. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Aww. Oh, so I'm about to start by crying <laughs> right here. That's <laughs> good. It's good too. We didn't have the all moment the mo- that like every other show has, where it's like there's always the one who like nobody picked up, and it's just like, oh. I was like ready for that. Honestly, I was like, your mom's answered quick. I was like, oh god, this is gonna be the one time she's. I had the whole thought process. She's in the bathroom. <laughs> um. All our moms had, you know, the mom tones. They did. That drove like, oh, yeah, you called her. Yeah, no. Well, we have some good moms then. For sure. We do. Yep. Well, on that note, that was a touching note to end on. Yeah. uh, Uh, Comment, like, below uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching, you know, hit up, hit us up on all our social medias at the first ones to die. You know, what are you like? What are you doing for Mother's Day? Are you going out to eat? Are you guys uh, just you know having a dinner at home? You cooking them breakfast in bed? You know, what are you doing for Mother's Day? We really would like to know uh, and celebrate the moms. Or if you're a mom listening to this, how was your Mother's Day? <laughs> was it great? Was tell it us best? about your day. Yeah, yeah tell us and about your you, day. <laughs> and you want to see those beautiful moms that were on the other line? Come to our Instagram and our Twitter, and you can see photos of them of us when we were little. And us as adults with our moms and see how they haven't aged, but we have grown immensely. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. All right. And uh, where can people find you at uh, as we end this episode, Alex? You can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram. Um, I am also the creator of the TikToks podcast uh first ones to die that's our name on there where i post random videos and little clips of our episodes so you can take sneak peeks nice and how about you jerome yeah you can find me at not jerome Rett on instagram and also at robozoo media to find out more about projects i'm working on and other stuff i'm trying to get going and showing and all types of other stuff <laughs> And you can find me at Jonathan Keys, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Um, you can find us at the first ones to die anywhere you like. And someone is yelling on the street outside my window. Alex. On that note, happy, <laughs> happy, happy Mother's, Mother's day. day. We hope you have a great day, a great week, and uh, take care of yourselves. Until next week. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. (laughs) Bye.